welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Jeremy. I'm the life model decoy of James. Wow. Okay. Uh, this week, we're going to be jumping into Season 4, Episode 3 of Buffy, The Harsh Light of Day. We are. How, we harsh, are do you think, doing how harsh do you think it is? I mean, it depends. If, uh, if your eyes are sensitive, uh, a sunny day can be very harsh. Yeah, that's me. I literally can't do anything in any type of brighter than like a 90-watt bulb without sunglasses. Yeah. 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 What's it feel like to be a big old puss? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm a big puss man. <laughs> so, what's going on? What's new? How are you, James? I'm all right. Uh, not a lot's changed. We, uh, uh, we've actually, uh, not to give uh, too much behind the curtain away, but this is a pretty, this is actually a fairly short turnaround time for us, uh, recording wise. It is. So. But we, we are, are we we're are trying being to get proactive and we are getting some in the can early. Um, we are trying. So, you know, we are we are trying to uh, get on track uh, so that we at least have a couple in the bag. So that's why uh, um, if you that's why there's not going to be any uh, reader mail or right. listener mail or right. whatever. No one's uh, had a this chance week. To, to get with us. Well, no, it's because we've, it's literally only been like a day since the most recent episode was. That's what I'm saying. No one's had a chance to, to even formulate their thoughts yet. So, right. Exactly. So, uh, we're not ignoring your, your thoughts and comments and opinions. We will get to them. We're just trying to, uh, stack the deck a little bit in our favor as far as episodes and the can go. Right. That way when one of us wants to flake out on a recording day. You know, right, right. We, we still won't miss our weekly deadline. Exactly, exactly. Eggs Benedict Zach. Eggs Benedict Arnold. <laughs> oh, all what? right. Uh, how about you? How's things with you over there? Uh, no one cares. Um, <laughs> no, it's same old, same. You know, nothing. I don't have anything to complain about. Never do. It's you know. Life's fine, fine and dandy, and, and yet somehow every time we talk, all you're doing is complaining. Yep, yep. That does <laughs> that, that is that is all I do, twenty four seven. I'm a very I, I'm like Scrooge, really. McDuck. Either or. <laughs> People come in, they say Merry Christmas. I say Bah humbug. You know. Because mm-hmm. frankly, the okay. only thing I care about is is October and. Halloween. Okay. After that, okay. fuck all of you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did posit the idea to a few people the other day that we get rid of Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. and we have uh, indictment season. Okay, I'm for that. Where it's just the yearly celebration of the Trump indictments. I'm for that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I yeah. got any more behind that, I would be mounting it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay then. All right. Uh, enough small talk. Why don't you? Um, well, I guess we're going to jump in and r- right into dates and deets, aren't we? We are going to jump right into dates to de- dates and dates deets. to deets. <laughs> dates to deets. Yep. And deets to dates. Ashes to ashes. Deets dust to, to dust. If you don't use it, it might rust. I think it's going to rust, but okay. that's fine. 
It's uh, close enough. Close it's enough. from a horrible, horrible movie. So <laughs> probably one of the worst movies ever made. Ever. And yet, ironically, you and I both knew exactly what. Uh... Well, of course, <laughs> it's in our it's it's in our wheelhouse. But man, was that a piece of shit! It's in our. It's not just in our wheelhouse. It's in our DNA. Yeah, it is. It, it's in the fabric of our DNA. It's been bred into us. Yes, yes. Or or we genetically modified. I think ourselves. our. I think, yeah. I think our bodies genetically uh, modified our DNA uh, to be a part of that uh, universe, which shall remain unnamed. But we are the princes of that universe. We are. We are indeed. <laughs> We are co uh, With all that being said, <laughs> let's jump into Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 4, Episode 3, our 59th episode of the series overall. 59, Jeremy. How are we going to celebrate in 10 episodes? Um, we're going to celebrate 69 by 69-ing. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> I am Each other. down. Well, yeah, Each, of course. E- oh, okay. Of course. Okay. Who else are we going to 69? No one else likes us. I don't know. I just, well, I just wanted to make sure we were clear. Oh, we're clear. Now, what was going to happen? We're clear. That'll be, that'll be exclusive to uh, Nipples, uh, our OnlyFans. Uh, uh, nipples, 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 Nipples. That's right. 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 Uh, uh, our episode title this week is The Harsh Light of Day. Our episode director is James A. Contner. And our episode credited writer is Jane Espenson. Our original air date was October 19th, 1999 on the now defunct WB network. Our Nielsen rating was 3.4 million households when it originally aired, ranking it 93rd out of the 139 network primetime shows for the week and 6th out of the 15 primetime shows airing on the WB for the week, taking a little bit of a hit. Uh, and into our fourth season here in the ratings. 3.4 is pretty rough uh, then. Yeah. These days, as I've said numerous times, sure. producers and whatnot would literally kill their own mothers for, you know, that kind of, that kind of, those kind of numbers. But sure. But back then um, it was rough. Right. But uh, yeah, also losing ranking in the, uh, in the hierarchy of the WB shows at the time as well. So, of course, you know, it's like, who cares? It's the WB. Our regular cast, as always, includes Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy, Nicholas Brennan as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Seth Green as Oz, and Anthony Stewart head as Giles. Also Our... known as? Ash. Ash. That's right. Uh, our guest stars this week, a lot of returning familiar faces. Like James P. Who? Me? Am I in this episode? You are. <laughs> You're in the background. Surprise. Surprise, folks. I was a bit player in the fourth season of Buffy. He was That's in the right. background at the bronze, ogling someone's behind. That's right. I And it was Oz's. We've been we've been playing the long con here. This is secretly a celebrity Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch program. It is. He is a he is a known <laughs> cast member. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, guest stars this week include the return of Emma Caulfield as Anya and Mercedes McNabb as Harmony. 
And then uh, there's James Marsters as Spike, whatever. We've got ah! Adam Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> you will you will go to hell and you will die. Uh, yes, James Marsters making his triumphant return as Spike. Uh, Adam Kaufman as Parker. Jason Hall as Devin. And Malik as Brian. The episode synopsis I have this week really just throws it all out there for us. Yeah. Buffy acts on her crush with Parker Abrams and they make love. <laughs> Meanwhile, Spike returns to Sunnydale with his girlfriend, Harmony, a former classmate of Buffy's. The pair are trying to find a powerful stone in an underground chamber. Anya has also returned and she only has eyes for Xander. This is what the fuck? That's a tagline. Jesus. Fuck. Why don't they just, that's the whole episode. I know. God, I mean, I didn't even think mine was that good this week, but it's going to beat yours. Uh, mine is, as Buffy gets to know a charming student named Parker Lewis, who can't lose, Spike searches for a ring that, according to legend, makes the wearer invincible. Although, I don't think that is ever stated clearly until he actually finds it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Cuz even even Giles doesn't say what it supposedly fucking does. You know when she when Buffy first mentions it to him. Right. You know. He's just like, "Oh yeah, that doesn't exist." And I'm like, "Giles." Right. right. He just he Do you know what universe just, you're in? <laughs> he basically just says it's a it's a myth and that it'll it'll give a vampire uh power. Un yeah, uh unfathomable power or something to that extent. Yeah. Not exactly what that power is. That's not so invincibility is not so unfathomable. I can fathom it. Right. Uh, We open in the bronze where dingoes ate my baby are playing. Well, they're pretending to play. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's actually (laughs) as always four star. Mary is uh, filling in for dingoes ate my baby. Yeah. Um, and uh, Buffy and Willow are sitting at a table talking, and uh, Buffy is uh, uh, lets it slip that she's secretly watching Parker play pool in uh, uh, a reflection. Um, so the dingoes wrap their set, and uh, Oz gets ready to take Willow home, and. Parker offers to walk Buffy back to her dorm. And then we cut to behind the bronze, presumably behind the bronze and um, Oz and, and uh, um, Devin or, and Willow are loading up the van and um, uh, Oz and Devin head back inside to get more equipment. And Willow is approached by Harmony. Who? Harmony. Who? Well, we all we all remember Harmony from uh, the first three seasons of the show, and they have a little uh, they have a little confab, uh, you know, a little catch up on how things have been going since uh, since high school uh, blew up. And come literally. to find out, Harmony has had two kids just since just since high school. In in the three month summer vacation between high school and college, she's had two kids and a meth addiction right and what's really weird is she's had two kids with three different fathers right 
And what's even like, weirder than that is the three fathers were actually only two guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really fucked up. It's, it's really fucked It's up. Sunnydale. I mean, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're talking. They're catching up on what's been going on since uh, the school blew up. And uh, Harmony says she wanted to go to France, but didn't didn't make it there. And um, yada, yada. And, and Willow's uh, like, I don't care. <laughs> and uh long story short uh harmony vamps out and attacks willow yeah literally and bites like sinks into her right and that is our cold open and you're like fuck but yeah. when we come back it's oz to the rescue as he puts a mic stand around comes up behind harmony puts a mic stand to her throat and pulls her off and then Spins around and Willow grabs a, a, a crucifix and they hold that up to our cross, whatever you want to call it, and hold it up to Harmony's uh, grill. And, of course, that that puts her back. And uh, she's like, she says, you know, oh, fine, have your boyfriend uh, come to the rescue. Well, I have a boyfriend, too, and he's going to be really mad when he finds out you were mean to me. And then she, like, hilariously turns and runs away. There was something about the way she turned and ran off. It just it cracked me up. I don't know if it was supposed to be or not. Um, then uh, they're just kind of like, what? The harmony? The what? And um, we cut to Buffy and Parker, who are walking back to uh, uh, Buffy's dorm. And uh, he sees a, a scar on her neck, which has never been referred to prior to now. Ever, even once. But she has a scar on her neck from where Angel had... Uh, is that the one where... Is apparently where she had saved him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Where he had bit her, and he's, she's just like, oh, it was an angry puppy. And he's like, yeah, okay, I, I, I'll fall for that, okay. <laughs> and uh, he asks her... The, they're walking along. It's taking forever to get to the fucking dorm, by the way. And they, they get to uh, a little park bench. Or not a park bench, but a street bench, I guess you call it. And they sit down mm-hmm. and they're talking. And he's got some of the most meaningless, puffed-up, stupid dialogue I've ever heard. And about how mistakes don't matter. It's oh, They're okay. I don't know, some other fruity shit. And talking about how his dad died and... Oh, there's so many things he wanted to do, and yada, yada. And then she's like, well, what are you going to regret when you go to sleep tonight that you didn't do today? And he's like, that I wasn't brave enough to ask you to the party, some party. And then he's like, do you want to go? And she's like, okay, bye. And uh, she punches him and leaves. Uh, I don't know. That that scene just, it seemed like it was full of so much, I don't even know what the word is, just pointless dialogue you you know what i took away from that scene Hmm. is that the writers were really shitting on angel in that scene oh yeah they were like they're mad that he got his own show right you know because like she's all like oh it was an angry puppy Mm -hmm. like don't don't tell me that's not a shot right okay and then parker's all he says uh oh where is it i wrote it down he talks about he has he's like i'm not going to go deep i'm not going to going i'm not I'm not going to go deep uh, the get sympathy routine. I mean, don't you just hate guys that are all, I'm dark and brooding, so give me love. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, uh, dumb. you're the dumbasses that wrote that character. Why are you <laughs> shitting on it now? You know. <laughs> anyway, we cut to Giles' place, and Xander's there, and he's helping him, uh, like, catalog the books. Apparently, it's, it's all the books that he brought from the library before the school went, went uh, poofy, and uh, they're now cataloging, cataloging them there at Giles' Chris Nib, and um, <laughs> he's like, Xander's complaining, and, and Giles is like, well, if you just did them right the first time, you know, we'd be done, and, and he's like, but I don't understand your wacky system, and Giles is like, it's called the alphabet, <laughs> and Xander's like, well, I know, but I am very dumb, <laughs> because he is. Suddenly, Anya has returned to Sunnydale. We have not seen her since she scurried off in fear prior to graduation and tried to get Xander to go with her, but uh, he did not. She is back, and she literally just walks inside of, of Giles' house. And she's like, you really should lock that door. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm really regretting that now. And anyway, she gets Xander off, and they start yakking um, about you know, that she still has feelings for him and what, where's the, how does their relationship stand? And he's just like, what relationship? But in her mind, you know, their anniversary is the prom date and the whole nine. And he's like, yeah, yo, yo, you got to slow the fuck down. And Mm. this shit just has to happen naturally. And she's like, okay, well how? (laughs) And he's like, fuck me, man. This, this chick, this crazy hot chick that likes me and shouldn't because I'm a loser and an <laughs> idiot. Anyway, back at the dorms, Buffy and... Uh, is she hot, though? Emma Caulfield? Yeah, is she? Oh, she's fine, son. Okay. She is fine as wine. And if you don't think so, you get the fuck right out of here. There we go. I got rid of him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See, it wasn't that hard to get rid of him. Anyway... <laughs> Back at the dorms, Buffy and Parker um, are just—they just got to her door finally, and uh, they're just about to kiss when Willow and Oz come running up, all out of breath and shit, and they're all like, "Uh, sorry, uh, um, remember Harmony from school? Yeah, she's back." And Buffy's like, "Okay," and Parker's standing there, by the way, but Buffy's like, "Okay," and then they're like, "And she's changed. She's uh, paler." And Willow's holding the neck wound that she received. And Buffy puts it together. Oh, neck wound. A paler. Oh, shit. So Parker fucks off. And they go into uh, she and Willow's dorm. And while Oz is cleaning her wound, they're filling Buffy in on um, Harmony, the, the Harmony encounter and her talking about this supposed boyfriend and whatnot. And Buffy's like, boyfriend? She's like, how did she say that? What kind of idiot would date her or something along those lines? Yeah. And then we cut to, right when she says that, we cut to like this underground layer where uh, there's all this digging and drilling and whatnot going on. And Harmony comes walking in and hugs this guy from behind and says, oh, hi, I'm home, sweetie. And... He takes his little hood off, and who is it? It's Spike, the greatest character in the history of the Buffyverse. Mm. Yeah. Yep, mm. I said it. 
I said it and I meant it. Uh, he's no he's no Ben. Ben? Who the fuck is Ben? Ben and Glory. Oh Jesus. Jesus, go fuck yourself with a cactus. I can't believe you. For, I can't believe you. You're a whole season ahead of us. <laughs> you should have said something we've already seen. Anyway, uh, when we come back from what would have been a commercial, we continue this scene. And what what's going on there, James? Um, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> no. All right. No. Spike's Spike's being a Spike's being a dick to his uh, his little underling vampire uh, workers and um, uh, Harmony calls him Blondie Bear and asks him to kill Willow for her and uh, he's all like uh, I don't think that's gonna happen you know no one knows I'm back in Sunnydale and pretty sure killing the slayer's best friend would would you know let them know i'm here and this and that and um she proceeds to complain that she wants to go out and um he uh he roughs her up a little bit and then uh ultimately he agrees to uh take her to a party yeah, which I, I, yeah, I, I got questions about but, this, but I'll wait till the next scene to we can discuss it then. So then we cut to Buffy and Parker showing up at uh, some college party. Looks like it's probably at a frat house, and, uh, and there's a band they, playing. It's Biff Naked. Well, it's great value, Gwen Stefani. It really is, and you know it. Biff Naked were successful in their own right. Yeah, but she literally is clearly trying to be great value Gwen Stefani here. But that's, a, that's not saying much because Gwen Stefani is not that great to begin with. Uh, no, I'm not saying she was great or <laughs> no doubt was great, but they were fucking huge. And Biff Naked was not. Um, yeah, it just shows you that the world's not fair. Oh really? You're a you're a Biff Naked fan? I like Biff Naked. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Do you listen to him a lot? Uh, they're they're on a part of the uh, Buffy rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a playlist that's all bands that appeared on Buffy. You yeah you would. <laughs> you would. Uh, so they're walking through the party and they run smack dab into Spike and Harmony carrying uh, a dude out uh buffy kind of gives buffy shit or gives spike shit about being with harmony and um they end up tossing the dude at uh parker and buffy and running away so buffy takes off after them and um once they're outside uh her and Spike are fighting, and as they're fighting, Harmony shows back up and lets it slip that Drusilla left Spike again, this time for a fungus demon. And uh, they get uh, uh, Harmony and Spike are getting ready to run off, and um, uh, 
uh, Harmony says that they'll be back as soon as they get the gem of Amara. And Spike kind of loses his shit with Harmony and grabs her and they run off. Um, Okay. First of all, who could turn down a fucking, what kind of demon was it? A fungus demon. Yeah, who could turn down a fungus demon? I don't know. I mean, come on. None I, of us, I don't blame her. None of us have that. Well, you would. It's it's the jealousy, the deep-seated jealousy you have. No, I said I don't blame her. Never mind. Um, so I don't blame her. I don't blame her for going with the fungus demon. And like you said, who wouldn't? I know, but that's because you hate Spike. Or fungus demons are hot. Are they? I mean, you just said who could turn one down. Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, okay, listen, now. Listen to me. There's enough gaslighting that goes on in this episode at one point. No shit. I don't need you to try and There's not just me. gaslighting. There yeah. is domestic fucking battery. Yeah. There's actually yeah. felonious assault and murder. It's cr- this this episode, bro. Um, I, what I want to discuss, though, briefly is... Why did they go? Why did Spike and Harmony go to this party? Like when he said, "I'll take you to a," what did he say? A party when he said, "I'll," yeah. Like why? What was it they were doing there? This is never explained. Like what was the point? To get food. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> really weak. Really fucking weak. <laughs> um. Yeah, they just happened to show up at the same college party that. Buffy's at. I mean, come on. Anyway, you may continue. Uh, so we cut to Xander's place, and Anya shows up, and um, uh, uh, she gets naked. And then we cut to <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, is that what happens or not? Yeah, that is what happens. Okay then. Um. And let me see, da, 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 and uh, and and Anya, and she gets naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Buffy. Then we cut to Buffy, who's calling Giles, and she's telling him about Spike and Harmony. And uh, Giles basically tells Buffy that this gem of Amara was, you know, supposed to contain great power if a vampire ever got a hold of it and but uh there were apparently several crusades to find it and no one ever did so it was just kind of concluded that uh it didn't really exist and uh giles says he he'll research just in case and uh and and then when he says that she's like who's just in case (laughs) right and he's like well it's a it's a old friend of mine Right, and he's like, I don't even know how you got into college, you dumb git. Wow. Somebody's in a mood today. <laughs> Is it Giles? No, it's just in case. <laughs> uh, Buffy says she's going to go to sleep and fakes yawning and because uh, she's on a payphone. Right, right, yeah. which if you don't know what that is, I hate you. So then we cut back to Harmony and Spike's lair, and he's trying to read some blueprints for the underground tunnels. And Harmony's laying on the bed, and she's just 
going on and on with questions about stupid shit. Like, is Antonio Banderas a vampire? No. Can I make him a vampire? No. And then Spike's like, on second thought, yeah, go ahead. Go. And he's like, get Melanie and the kids, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, um, and, of course, he gets more and more irritated and... Uh, Sets he, himself uh, himself on fire. He sets himself <laughs> on fire. And he he jumps up out of his chair frustrated and yells at her to shut up. And she starts flirting with him. And uh, they end up fucking. They fuck. Now, okay, here's a question. Do you find Harmony attractive or hot or whatever you want to say? Not hey, particularly. See me neither. Harmony's never done anything for me. No. I'm like, okay, I guess blonde and big tits, and that's supposed to be hot, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Then we cut back to Xander's uh, place, and he's shocked that Anya's standing there in front of him naked, and she proceeds to tell him that she thinks that having sex is the best way for her to uh, get over her feelings for him and stop thinking about him all the time, and he refuses at first, you know, tells her that sex should be, you know, more, you know, more intimate than that should be about, should be, you know, there should be more to it than just that. And, but of course he's Xander and he ends up giving in and they also fuck. They also fuck. And then we cut to Buffy who's back inside the frat party and she finds Parker and um he talks about how he started college pre-med and then decided to switch to history and he talks about making choices and uh buffy's all isn't history fascinating it's like all these people just got pulled into a set of circumstances that they don't have any control over and then uh threw up in my mouth and uh uh Buffy's completely enthralled by him and uh doesn't take much. They they go back to his dorm and they also fuck. They do also fuck. I'm like Buffy, really? Really? This guy? Really? What are you going to um, do? so then we cut to the next morning and Buffy wakes up and Parker's gone and she's looking for her clothes and he comes back with coffee and uh he she asks if he wants to do something later and he says his mom's going to be visiting but that he'll call her and then we cut to back to Anya and Xander and Anya says you know they're getting dressed and Anya tells Xander that she's over him and he says okay and that upsets her and she storms off angry and then we cut to Spike and Harmony, and Spike wakes up, and Harmony's drawing on his back with lipstick, a little uh, Spike loves Harmony inside a heart. And uh, he gets up to go back to tunneling, and she complains that he loves the tunnel more than her. He says that he loves syphilis more than her. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> this relationship, bro. Um, 
And then we cut to Buffy arriving in her dorm room and she's she walks in and immediately starts to undress and uh, is shocked that both. Well, probably not that Willow's there, but Giles turns out to be there as well. And Giles and Willow proceed to tell her that uh, uh, Giles found a, an old text that says the gem of Amara uh, was in is in Sunnydale. Giles leaves and then Buffy proceeds to spill the beans about her night with Parker to Willow. And then she proceeds to wait for Parker to call her, but he never does. And then we cut back to below ground. And what's happening there, Jeremy? There's a fire. Everyone's <laughs> Everyone is engulfed in flames. Spike is fucking, he is so happy to be burning to death right now. He couldn't be <laughs> happier. No. Uh, so Spike is, you know, tunneling still. Um, he, uh, his little lackey informs him that they're very, very, very close now. And so he says, okay, no one, no one outside anymore because I don't want Buffy or her friends following any of you back to here and screwing us over before I can get this, this gym. And of course, Harmony throws a shit fit. Um, and then he proceeds to beat the shit out of her more or less. I mean, he manhandles her. We'll put it that way. And, uh, you know, she's, uh, it's just, it's so fucking, ugh. it's disgusting. But yeah, he manhandles her, screams at her, is mean as shit to her, goes back to work, gets through, goes up into this crypt. It's ridiculous. It looks like it's a, it was just made the day before. Um, and he sees a um, body, which I'm not sure why this old decrepit body is laying on top of a crypt. What what appears to be, or what do you call those? Uh, whatever you'd call it. But anyway, there is, and it's got this big fancy necklace on. And right about that time, Harmony comes in, and he's like, "Fuck me!" And she's blabbing and blabbing and blabbing. He's kind of just tuning her out and. He uh, he grabs it finally and yanks it off this corpse and breaks its bones and shit and puts it on and he's like yeah yeah and she's like well you know does it work does it, you know she's being annoying as normal and he uh, he goes over and grabs a cross and it still burns the shit out of him which by the way when she came in she said can I steal stuff and he's like I don't give a fuck what you do. I am, a, I am a complete piece of shit. <laughs> and instead of just breaking up with you and letting you go, I'm going to just treat you like garbage. So uh, so she's been, you know, grabbing little doodads here and there and with jewelry and stuff. and She's yakking and yakking and yakking, and it drives him crazy. He had told her earlier not to bring up France anymore, and she brings it up here. And he's had his fill. So... He breaks off a piece of wood, he spins around, and he stakes her. The only problem is it doesn't kill her. He's like, what the fuck? He pulls the stake out, she heals, and goes crazy and starts pummeling him. Uh, realizes that the necklace he's got on is not is not the gem of Amara. 
It's this ring she has on. And she takes it off and throws it at him and says, you know, basically, fuck off, that's all you want, you know, and she breaks down. and He's happy because that is all he wanted. <laughs> and he leaves. And we cut back to Giles' place, and they're still searching for answers, and Xander uh, uncovers by moving a bunch of books and whatnot. He, holy shit, Giles has a TV. <laughs> the way they all flipped out yeah. over the fact that Giles had a TV. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, Xander's like, I'm actually a little disappointed. Um, what re- what record did Xander pull out of Giles's record collection? I, I did. didn't bother to look. But I didn't I bother to look. Might... I didn't bother to look either. Probably, I'm sure it's a British band. Um, could be Zeppelin. I, I didn't really. I just really didn't pay that close attention to it. I can go back and find out if you'd like me to. Yeah, do that, please. Okay, I'll do it right now. Everybody, Thank you. Everybody, be quiet while I do this. <laughs> We're just gonna pause for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they turn on the news on this TV they discover, and um, Giles is like, we need to get back to work. Watching television is not going to help us right now. Meanwhile, they're on the news, and it says, hey, there's a big sinkhole here in Sunnydale that just happened, and yada, yada, yada. And Experts say it's loosening of the ground soil underneath from maybe some kind of tunneling. And, bing, problem solved. So they all grab their shit and and get to this location, and they tell Giles tells Xander go and find Buffy and meet us there. And I'm like, what the fuck are you three gonna do when you get you know without Buffy? Just go there and get beat up. But <laughs> they go, and uh, Buffy makes it over to. I'm sorry, Xander makes it over to Buffy's um, dorm. She's not there, and he runs into Anya, who's been I don't magically finds him I I don't know um says your mom or I think or I don't know whatever somehow she finds him across town but yeah she finds him um and he's just like I don't have time for this right now and he blows her off completely so this is the second time he's wounded her we cut to the crypt and Giles Willow and Oz um find harmony just sitting there in the dark crying and basically she confirms that Spike does, in fact, have the gym. And then they stake her and kill her. Harmony's now huh? dead. No, they don't. Um, I thought it was funny that none of the three of them bothered to block the exit from the crypt. What do you mean? Like, none of them were like, she might try to run. We should probably not leave this hole in the ground completely exposed. But doesn't the... I'm, I, don't, I don't remember the exit entrance. Doesn't that just go outside where the sun is? and? No, it's a hole. It's the hole that they dug up from Oh, that's right. That goes back down into their layer area. Where they... Yeah. Okay, yeah. By the way, they had a queen-size bed down in this giant hole they dug in the ground. Did you notice that? Anyway. Um... So Buffy's walking around campus, and she finally finds Parker. And he, as she walks up, apparently we can hear it as the audience, but she cannot. But he is actually saying the same cheesy, stupid-ass lines to this other chick that he that he used on Buffy. And then she walks up, and they start talking, and he just basically dismisses this other girl. 
and he and Buffy, um, you know, she's just like, did I do something wrong? And he's like, no, no, it was was fun. I had fun. Didn't you have fun? And she's like, fun? That's all it was? So, long story short, he has no feelings. He has no intentions of being a good guy or being a boyfriend or committing or this was all just, this was just a fling for him, just casual sex, which he clearly does with every chick he can find on campus. And he goes to leave and then she goes running up and she's like, well, Parker, I'm, I, 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 it's just pathetic, man. And then he's like, yeah, I really got to go. And she's just devastated instead of being like, Hey, you know what? Fuck you motherfucker. So, yeah, I didn't care for that scene at all. If, if that didn't come through, the amount of the amount of gaslighting that Parker does in this scene, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'm saying, it's just ugh. right. Like it's not. Uh, you use the word pathetic. Like I don't, I don't think it's pathetic on Buffy's part. Like, no, I just don't like seeing her them like, do this to her. You know, right? Like Parker. Like, like I said, the amount of gaslighting in in this scene, like he he makes her feel like she completely misconstrued the entire situation. Yeah, which isn't the, which isn't the case at all. Yeah, because he's all like, "Well, I thought everything was clear." Right. He knows, but dude, this is a girl. You're a dude. You knew exactly what the fuck you were doing. You're a piece of shit. Hopefully, in some future episode, we will see him die a horrific death. I mean, possibly the worst death that's ever been shown on 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 television in the history of 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 television. Right. You with me there? Sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, right when she, when he kind of goes off and she's kind of reeling, she turns around and it's Spike, and he fucking punches her right in the mouth. And that's it. She dies. <laughs> it was that hard of a punch. No, uh, that was like the that was like a cut to the commercial break. We come back and they're fighting, and she realizes what the fuck? How is he out here in the sunlight? And she quickly stakes him, which I'm like, hold up. She has fought Spike thirty seven times now, and has never had the opportunity to been been able to spike to, to I'm sorry to stake him. But in this situation, in like four moves, she's got a stake in him. She's she's a more experienced slayer now. She's better. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, she stakes him, and it does no good. And she realizes, she says, you've got the, the, the gem of Amari, don't you? Or Amara. And he's like, nope. I'm just that <laughs> damn strong. No. He's like, sure do. And he shows it to her, which is a ring on his finger. Like, but anyway, they continue fighting. And, of course, he's, the whole time he's breaking her balls about, you know, uh, getting played by this dude and getting used and tossed aside and whatnot. And Xander comes out because, you know, he had been at her dorm looking for her. He comes out, sees what's going on. He rushes over. Spike launches him, like, halfway across the courtyard and into a, I don't know, looks like a street light. So he's fucking KO'd. And Buffy's all like, Xander, get out of here. I'm like, how's he going to get out of here? He's unconscious <laughs> <laughs> and probably can't walk. Um, so they continue fighting. He's he's uh, 
he's handling her pretty, pretty fucking handily here. And then he does the wrong thing. Uh, he brings up Angel. He invokes the name of Angel. He invokes the name of Angel. At which point she becomes enraged and fucking flies into him and just houses him. And then gets his fucking arm like twisted around behind him and fucking he, she's going to yank the ring on. And he's like, hey, if you do that, when I catch on fire, you burn too. And she's like, oh, yeah? Well, let's find out. And she pulls it off, and, of course, he immediately starts smoking and burning and screams and runs and jumps back into the the little, I guess it's a manhole, back down into the sewer it, system. It looks like it's, it looks like uh, access, because the way the... The way it's opened, it looks like it might be an access point into the into the sewer tunnels. Yeah, because those are everywhere around around cities. Um, yeah, it was, and, and it was conveniently open and ready for him, so he just had to run to it and jump in. My guess is that's how he got there in the first place. Yeah, but I mean, why why would he leave it at like, hmm? She's probably gonna kick my ass, and I'm gonna need a quick escape, so I'll just leave this open. Anyway, he runs and jumps in and saves himself. So once again, Spike, being the badass he is, escapes the Slayer. Uh, later on... Through the convenient <clears throat> plot armor of a gem that makes him invincible. Otherwise, he would be fucking dust. Really? Okay. I mean... Remind me again. I mean, she, when, she did manage to stake him. Just out of curiosity, I know this is spoilers, but when does she end up finally staking him? <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll just leave it there. Well, well, I mean, you know, the writers had to, the writers, without spoilers, the writers end up having to neuter him so that she doesn't have to stake him. Oh, okay. See, I would see it more <laughs> as neutered so that he doesn't kick any more ass. Mm, no, I don't. Yes, we both have a different take on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, later on... <laughs> Buffy and the Scoobs are sitting around at Giles' place, and they're talking about this gym. It's sitting there in front of them, and Giles is like, you know, we're going to need to destroy it. And Buffy has made the decision that they will not destroy the ring. <clears throat> she is going to, well, Oz immediately picks up on what she, because um, Giles basically says, are you sure, Buffy? Any vampire that gets a hold of this is going to be nigh invulnerable. And Oz picks up kind of immediately, and he's well. Like, mm, Giles, when Giles is saying that, he sees the look on Buffy's face, and he's like, "Oh, right, okay." And Oz right. picks up on it too, and Oz is like, "Hey, I've got a gig coming up in L.A. Do you want me to drop it off?" And Buffy's like, "Yes, thank you." And then, of course, Xander, being Xander, is not following, and he's like, "Whoa!" And <laughs> Willow says. She's giving the ring to Angel. Don't make a big fucking thing of it. <laughs> and so he just keeps his mouth shut. Anyway, that night, <clears throat> the Buff and the Willow are walking, um, talking about Parker. And see, here we go with some more. Buffy's being all, she's being dumb. Like, she's been treated like scum, like trash, and... She's all like, do you think see, we can fix see, this? I, I mean, we can still uh, fix this? And Willow's like, no. I, 
He's but a poo poo head. See, I've got an issue with you saying that Buffy's dumb because well, I like, shouldn't he, say that. He ga- he gaslit her so hardcore. I know, but she, she, she's buff. She has gone through everything in life that you can go through. She knows that he's a scumbag, and she knows because she even said it to Willow. She's like, "Yeah, I know you're right. I wonder if we can fix it." And I'm just like. Buffy, what the fuck? You know he's dirt. He's trash. Fuck him, but anyway. And Willow's trying to, but she's doing it very, very, very nicely and very Willow-ish, trying to basically tell Buffy the same thing. Like, uh, she goes, I think you're forgetting the poo-poo head principle. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, you're right. And um, Buffy kind of decides to, do a little walking on her own before she goes back to the dorm and they part and we see separately that Buffy, Anya and Harmony are all walking around the campus separately and we cut to credits and that's the episode. That is our episode. Um, Jeremy, would you like to guess what our body count is this episode? 33 and a third. No, hang on. Uh, uh, <laughs> would you like to take a serious guess? Zero. Zero. Very good. Yeah. Well, there could, pl- could have been two, a- but <laughs> but play the applause sound for yourself. Um. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. Thank you. Thank good you very job. much. Thank you very much. Uh, our music this week was uh, Biff Naked with Anything, Lucky, and Moment of Weakness. Devil Doll, Faith in Love, Doll's Head, It's Over, It's Under, Four Star Mary, Dilate, uh, Psychic Rain, Take Me Down, and of course, Christoph Beck with our original score. See, Biff Naked is one of those bands where, you know, like a little kid says, Mom, can can we have, can, can, can we go see No Doubt? And then Mom says, we have No Doubt at home. And it's Biff Naked. It's great value, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Uh, I don't understand why No Doubt was as big as they were. To be I don't either. I don't either, but I'm just saying they, you can't deny that they were huge, and she still is for some reason to this fucking day, and I don't get it. But, um, Jeremy. Yes, sir. Would you please tell me and the fa- viewers and listeners mm-hmm. how many gaslighting douchebags you're going to give this episode? This is a one, bro. Really? This is a one. Okay. Okay. Um, and it hurts me to do this because, you know, Spike's in the episode, but I got to be real. It's just a garbage episode through and through. For me, I mean, obviously. Obviously, this is just my opinion. But for me, it's just all the gaslighting, all this shit that you would never see in, thankfully, in today's society – that was just, I mean, mm, uh, I disagree with that. Well, I mean, on like television, I disagree with that. Well, you disagree all you want. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, the, all the manhandling and mental and physical abuse of 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 harmony. Um, because there's a couple times where she's crying in there, and like it, I was like, it got me, you know. 
And yeah, when when she says to Spike at one point, I don't know why I let you be so mean to me. Yes, yes. Like I was kind of like. And when they uh, meet, and, and when they find her alone in the crypt, and she says, "How did she?" She said, "I don't know why." I would have given him anything. I would have given him the stupid ring. I don't know why, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I just don't, I don't like any of that shit. And I don't want to watch it in television. I'm sorry. I just don't. I know it's part of life or whatever, and there's scumbags out that do that, and there's fucked up relationships and all the whole gamut, but I just, I don't want to see it. I don't like it. Um, I don't like... The writing seemed really weak to me. Like, all the Parker stuff was just superfluous fucking hot air and didn't mean anything. And I don't like them portraying... I know they're trying to make Buffy seem, you know, normal, human, you know, girl. and But she's been through so much. It's like, I just don't see her falling for that crap. Let alone letting it mindfuck her. And... You know, I just, it just, it's just a garbage episode. It, it, the whole ring thing, which was the whole A plot, and then he has it on for exactly seven minutes and immediately has it taken away from him. You know, I'm like, what? what's the point, you know? Like, I don't know, it just, it's a one. I, it's, it's got nothing redeeming for me. Well, I think we both know what the point was. What's that? To set up this week's episode of angel well yeah but i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm saying all right james why don't you tell our listeners and our viewers Mm -hmm. out of five Mm -hmm. how many great value gwen stefani's do you give Mm -hmm. this episode uh are you gonna take a guess this year oh this 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 year this just, year. Just, just this year. Um, just this year. I see you liking. I'm going to say a four. Or four. Four? Mm-hmm. I am giving this episode two. Okay. Okay. Great value. Great stuff. Uh, whatever the fuck her name is. Greg Stefani? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Blake Shelton's wife. There you go. You mean you mean uh, Mr. Stefani? <laughs> no, I said what I said. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, she's got more money than he does. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I give it a two. Um, okay. I didn't hate it like you did. I didn't think it was great. Um, I, I think the A story. Um. Well. So here's the thing. I don't think the A story was was what the A story should have been. I agree. Like, well, so I'm going to put it this way. You said the gem of Amara was the A story. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's accurate. I think the A story is the Buffy and Parker stuff. Well, it's okay, and I to, think be, it's it, okay to be wrong. And I think it should have been the gem of Amara. Well, it was, but go on. Yeah. I don't I don't think it was. Okay. Um I think I think if that had been the A story, it would have been a much better episode had we focused more on on that as opposed to uh all the relationship antics between uh particularly Buffy and Parker and then Anya and Xander and then uh um 
Harmony and Spike. Um, what else? I don't. I'm kind of like you in that I don't really like to see the uh, like the mental and physical abuse and the the gaslighting, but at the same time, I do think it's fairly important that those things are depicted in popular media um, so that there's a better understanding of the of the fact that that stuff does go on. And if it's depicted properly, um, uh, a better understanding of what it looks like and and, you know, what to look out for in those instances. Um, but other than that, yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, yeah, the writing wasn't really up to snuff. And I think I think James Conner. Um, I think it was a very well directed episode. Like, yeah, was, I didn't have any trouble. It, it with, was, yeah, that was fine. Like it was. We don't really talk about this kind of stuff a whole lot, but it was the the direction. Like it was very very well shot. It was well shot and, and it was well edited, and and, and composed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, overall, like it's just it's a two. It's not. Uh, it, it it works. It works solely as a setup to the crossover with Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, I just, when I say, I'm giving my opinion when I say I don't want to see it. I'm saying I don't. Like, I'm not saying that stuff shouldn't be depicted so that people know. I just don't want to see it. I've seen it enough in my life growing up and in my 44 years. I just, I don't, you know. So that's all I'm saying there. And also, pro tip, you can tell what the A story is by how the episode starts. That's the way that works. But, yeah, I mean, it just... I don't know. I don't think... Have I ever given anything a one? I don't know, dude. You should keep track of that shit. I think I've only ever gave... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think I've only ever gave something a, a two. I think it's as low as I've ever gone. Um, possibly. I, I could have possibly done a one. I don't know, but this yeah, was, I, don't know. I, I would have to go, I, I would have to go back and look. Well, actually no. Cause I only keep track of what I gave it. As soon as I realized what episode this was, when I saw harmony the first time I was mm. like, Oh no. Oh no. I forgot. This... I hate this. You're supposed to not like the Harmony character, obviously, but I don't. I don't like seeing that shit. You know, it's especially coming from Spike, who I love as a character. You know, I'm like, hey, look, fuckhead, I'm gonna stake you myself. You know, right? Well, I mean, I've got a lot of issues with Spike. Well, that's you know, you don't have much taste, and we all know that. No, I mean, and obviously, I don't want to give Uh spoilers for further down the line, but Spike, there's definitely a lot of issues. Spike Spike. is an angry, angry man um, who has had a lot of, well, we'll learn. We'll learn as the, he's had a lot of shit happen. So, and it's, it's definitely affected who he is. I think ultimately like, and granted we've got three, you know, almost four more seasons to go before 
this will make sense to anybody listening that hasn't watched. Yeah. But ultimately, we can. I I'm willing to allow Spike to have his redemption arcs, but I cannot forget the really shitty stuff that he's done. Well, <laughs> I can because I keep in mind he does not have a soul. Same as Angel when he's Angelus. I mean, he did some fucked up shit already. And it's just like, well, he didn't have a soul, so, you know, what are you going to do? Right. But, I mean, he's Angel. Yeah, well, just because you want to suck his dick doesn't mean he's a better character. You forgive him because he's Angel. (laughs) Fuck off. off. Um, uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know where, where we were going. No, we were just kind of wrapping up and saying, you know, yeah. it's, it's one of those episodes that oh, it I needs to I was... exist, like you said, to show. But I'm just me personally. I don't want to fucking right. see it. You know, right? I I remember what I was gonna say. Um, you said you remembered which episode it was as soon as you saw Harmony, and you remembered you hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I went into this episode remembering that I liked it much more than what I ended up liking it. Yeah. I probably liked it back in the day too. So it was honestly kind of a, a reverse from how I walked into the season premiere. I walked into the season premiere being like, God, I remember just thinking this was awful Yeah, when it premiered and I ended up really enjoying it. Right. You know, this time around. And I sat down to watch this and I was like, all right, you know, I, I really liked this episode. And then by the time it was over, I was like, why, what did I like about this? Yeah. And honestly, I think the biggest thing I like about it is the way it sets up the crossover with angel. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't give that, that doesn't give it a pass for me to, to be a shit episode. You know, it's like, no, just because you're setting up a crossover doesn't mean you can make one or the other, like it can just be, you know, right. Fuck off time. And it doesn't need to be good, you know? Right. Right. And no, it doesn't, it doesn't earn any extra points with me for that either. Um, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's worth a one. I don't think it's that bad. Well, I think there's probably been worse. If I were to go back through my notes, I bet I've, I bet I've given something a one before. I probably the, probably the pack. I just don't think I don't even think I gave the pack a one. I think I gave the pack a two. I really don't think I've given anything a one. That's why I was like, you know what? As I was just finishing up watching the episode, I was like, I believe this is going to be my first one. (laughs) Um, I just don't like that shit. And, you know, like I said, everybody's lived their own lives and seen shit in their lives. And I've seen enough of it. And I don't want to see it in my fiction. Put it that way. And that's all I got to say about that. Okay, then. So, James, can you do me a favor? No. Okay. Well, Not then I'll just, I'll just fuck off. <laughs> um, could you tell our lovely, lovely audience how they could reach out and touch someone? Um, you can email me directly. <laughs> James Paul <laughs> Mayberry. At no, uh, go to buffyrevisited.com. That's got all our links. It's got our Facebook, our YouTube, our email address. Our email address, incidentally, is buffyrevisited at gmail.com. 
you can email us there with your your thoughts and opinions and comments about any episode of Buffy and Angel or the series, both the series in general. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you will find uh, what are now twice weekly posts about the episodes that we're revisiting that week. You can leave us comments on on those episodes specifically, your your comments, your thoughts, your opinions, your ratings. Um, same thing over on the YouTube. Um, uh, you'll find the video version of this very podcast. This that one? Perhaps you're listening right to, to right now. Yes, this one. Is this now or is this then? It's both, okay. Jeremy. Okay. It's both. Okay. You, fuck, um, you blow my mind every time. You I know. I know. And you can leave us comments there. And uh, we won't necessarily respond to them in that particular forum, but we will address them here on the podcast. So you will get uh, some sort of acknowledgement for your efforts. In Even if out to us. we make fun of you. And if we do make fun of you, it's, it's completely out of uh, disdain for you right. and, and hate, your existence. And, and hatred. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, it's 100% because that's just who we are. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know it. And if you comment, you probably know that you're going to get uh, some level of roasting. Uh, in we, our response to your comments, we probably should have called the show "Sarcasm Slayed," the Buffyverse revisited. <laughs> right, um, and if it's one hundred percent out of out of, uh, uh, I'm not going to say love. I don't know what it's out of. We're just sarcastic as fuck. That's what we are. Right, right. That's uh, that's how we show our appreciation. I think yeah. is a good way to say it. I think yeah. it's a good way to say it. Um, uh, so yeah, reach out to us. Um, I honestly feel kind of bad. I feel like we we were were kind of lackluster with this episode, not just our opinions of it, but like presenting it. Well, um, uh, but, if I'm but being... I think that I'm sorry, I but I think that's a direct result of just not really liking it that much. And that's this what... particular episode, unfortunately. That's what I was gonna say. Is that when I finished watching it, <clears throat> I thought, I bet you this recording is not gonna go that. It's not going to be very, like, super long like we normally do, and it's right. not going to be all... It's just not going to be that good. I mean, let's face yeah. it, the shitty, shitty episodes, and you can go back and find them, aren't you? are usually the not-so-good podcasts. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. just the, so, it's just the way it is. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm sure any of our, the frequent commenters, commenters will 100% let us know if they feel... Uh, that you and I are wrong about this episode, yeah, and that it's a, and that it is actually a good episode. Which honestly, if that's the case, one hundred percent, drop those comments and let us know, and and tell us where you're coming from. With and that let opinion. us know what type of, of of trauma you've suffered in your life. Because if you think um, this episode was good, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but no, seriously, like if this is one of your if. If you do feel like this is one of the better episodes of the season, um, 100% let us know uh, and and uh, explain to us where you're coming from with that opinion. I would love, I would love to to look at it from a different perspective, uh, you know, and see see the see someone else's insights who do who do who does rate this episode, you know, a three or more. So. I'll be interested to see what, you know, I, 
I have a feeling that's not going to be the case. <laughs> but right, I right, would be but... interested if, and except if, and this is some crazy person that's like, yeah, I, I love domestic violence. This is a great <laughs> effort. You know, then it's like, fuck <laughs> you. You know, I love domestic violence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one of those assholes, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, then you can go eat shit and die. Uh, the more gaslighting, the better, as far as I'm concerned. God damn, look at all that gas lighting out there. Whew, you could you could burn up. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. All that being said, thanks for joining us this week, even though it was a lousy episode and a not-so-great podcast. Um, <laughs> next week will be Season 4, Episode 4, Fear Itself which I dare say is going to be a much better episode and a a much much better better podcast. podcast. Yes, yes. And don't forget to join us in two days from now for Angel Season 1, Episode 3, In the Dark. Again, which will be a much much better episode and will likely result in a much better podcast. Indeed. And until (laughs) then, I've been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta. 